Welcome to this special edition of TMI's Treasury Cast, recording on the busy conference floor at Cybos in Toronto. I'm Eleanor Hill, editor of TMI, and I'm pleased to welcome Christian Stolker, who is head of global FIs and NBFIs in global transaction services at Bank of America. And we're going to be talking about what the future holds for financial services. So Christian, welcome. It's great to have you here. How are you? How have you found the first morning of Cybos? Hi, Elena. Thank you very much for having me. Very excited to be here. It's a great buzz on the floor of Cybos, and we have three exciting days ahead of us. Yeah, we do indeed. And I know you've got a, a presentation to do as well. So hopefully a little bit of practice for you, a little run through on this one, get you comfortable with everything. So looking to that future of financial services, getting you to get your crystal ball out maybe a little bit, Christian, what do you see as the biggest challenge there and why? Yeah, look, Elena, I think we are all really grappling with the complexity of the environment, right? If you look at what's going on in the world right now, we have got geopolitical events and uncertainty. We have still inflationary worries, uncertainty around the rates policy going forward. And on top of all of this, there's all this innovation that's being portrayed here in the marketplace. And we're having to make these big investment decisions. And we have to decide whether we play in certain geographies, with certain client segments, and which technology to adopt. So if you add this all up, it's probably an unprecedented time in terms of uncertainty. But you know, the uncertainty also brings a lot of positive opportunities for the industry and for players in the industry. So really, if I look at what we're looking at at Bank of America, and maybe some of our viewers saw our chairman and CEO speak this morning, at the keynote speeds, we, we have really consistently invested over three billion in technology innovation every year, more than 30 billion over the last decade. And we're extremely focused on understanding what my client segments and our client segments really need in yeah. innovation, and that's what we're focused on. And we're excited about carefully selecting the markets where we want to operate. Mm. For example, we are opening a new branch in Luxembourg. We're investing heavily in our existing markets like India, Brazil, Mexico. So we're very excited about that. So you just, I think the message here is you need to choose the combinations of client segments, geographies, and products where you want to play. Yeah. And that brings down the complexity to a manageable space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, being careful about it and cherry picking what works. And with that idea of choosing wisely, Christian, you, you mentioned about technologies there and that there's an awful lot out there. So are there any specific emerging or even existing technologies that you think banks should be looking to invest in to lay the, the bedrock for this global financial connectivity in the future? Do you think it's going to be DLT? Is it APIs and getting the standards around that? Is it combination of those you know Elena if you look at around what has happened in technology space over the last 20 30 years the key learning is it's not really about specific technologies that you're betting on but really how do you deploy them and how do you get consumers and your clients to adopt them so I think the question here at hand is much more around how do we win scale in adoption and improve the client experience rather than picking very specific technologies and getting all excited about that. Yeah. So if you think about, for example, in the finance space, look at consumer finance where 
We're in such a mature stage of technology adoption. Everybody expects everything to be done on their smartphone, whether it's an FX transaction, whether it's a transfer of money. But really in the institutional world, which is the one that we are operating in, all of us here at Cybos, it's still a long way to go to increase the efficiency using technology between different banks. Well, then even, and I just had a long discussion around this with several clients this morning, the adoption of technology and the front-to-back efficiencies as we connect to our legacy systems inside yeah. our firm. And that's, I think, where the challenges in technology adoptions in the future is. So it's much more around how do you make that work internally and in your interface with other clients and banks, rather than picking a certain solution, right? And I'd like to quote, I think it was Bill Gates who said, you always overestimate the kind of change or the amount of change that will happen in the next 10 years, but you underestimate the amount of change that will happen over the next 10 years. So if you look at, for example, we made huge strides, again, on the consumer side, we made huge strides in cloud computing, but look, for example, at trade finance and the several initiatives that we have tried to scale up over the last two, three years in the industry. That is still in its infancy and there's still a lot more efficiency and effectiveness and straight through processing that we can extract from the trade finance space by using technology. Yes, there's lots of exciting things going on there for sure. But Christian, one of the topics I wanted to talk to you about was ISO 2022. It's huge here, of course it is. It's Cybos, it's Swift. Tell us a little bit about how this might improve global connectivity, at least certainly in the payment sphere. And are there specific lessons you think we can learn from this project, from this migration, for the wider connectivity goals and to, to meet those challenges that we've spoken about in the industry? Yeah, I mean, this is obviously at the center of the conference here, ISO 20022. Curious that you're asking very timely because we just had yesterday on Sunday a uh, client advisory board for our clients, for our very close uh, close friends and partners. And we discussed the topic around how to commercialize and monetize really this new technology. And we all realized, and there were about 30 institutions that stated back of the envelope as a 30 institution group, we probably invested about 1 billion in making this new technology platform happen for our just our firms. And the conclusion there in the discussion was really right now we are only focused on seamless implementation without disruptions and that's very important. But we haven't even scraped the surface in understanding how we can then use that rich data and monetize it and, and commercialize it really for our usage, both in terms of internal efficiency and effectiveness, yeah. but also in how we deal with each other as interbank relationships, Absolutely. right? And so I think, I think it's really just the beginning of the journey with ISO 2022. I think the, the richness of the data, transparency, speed, and accuracy in the digital experience will open various cases for use over the next couple of oh, years. Yes. So yeah, we're very excited about that. It's definitely exciting. There's so much potential there and uh, look forward to seeing how that develops over the years ahead. But Christian, when we think about global connectivity, of course you need everyone in the ecosystem to work together so it's banks it's regulators it's clearing houses and so on how do we make sure that there is enough collaboration do you think there's a particular organization that needs to step up and, and take the lead and are you seeing any particular roadblocks to ensuring that we do get that 
collaborative innovation? Yeah, look, I think that collaboration to combat or to contradict fragmentation in the industry and in the world for that matter is a very important part of our jobs. And I think SWIFT and Cybos and our bilateral relationships with our banks and partners is a very important and valuable platform that we have and that we need to continue using. And I don't think it's just one entity or one utility or one governing body that has that role. I think it's all of us who have to step up. And we're doing this. We have been doing this for centuries. But I think we need to intensify the dialogue. The big challenges that we have today really is we are facing a more polarized, more difficult and complex geopolitical environments that we operate in. And that's also the theme of this Cybos conference, fragmentation. Certainly the regulatory environment has become more fragmented than 10 years yeah. ago. And there's a lot of uncertainty around regulation for specific areas. Such, mm -hmm. If you just think about, for example, digital assets, there's so much unknown as to how we will be regulated, how we will be dealing, what are the rules of the game yes. here, really. So I think the only way to build a force against that and, and working through that complexity is really as an industry group come together, either multilaterally, bilaterally with yeah. our clients directly, or through industry utilities such as SWIFT, and, and, and just work through it and uh, intensify the dialogue. I think it's a lot about jointly deciding where the priorities for investment are, creating the standards across the industry that allow us to focus, yes. and then jointly moving forward. Yeah. But Christian, we've spoken a couple of times about the, the investment that is required in these global connectivity projects. So do you worry that there might be a bigger differential between the, the large banks and then the smaller and more regional banks? Will they get left behind because they don't have the resources to put into these kind of projects? And what might this mean for their respective customer bases if that happens? Yeah, and this, I think this is a very valid question. And I think we're this worry or this fear comes from is the fact that technology at the end of the day is very expensive and building around this complexity that I just described is expensive and, and requires massive amounts of cash and that's why I think to some extent smaller or regional banks have a slight disadvantage versus the larger players but on the other hand I don't abide by the theory that smaller banks will lose in that battle. I think we will always need them. Why? Because they really own the last mile into their regions. They have the client relationship. They understand the regulatory requirements. They have the customer relationship and we need to collaborate. And this is really what Bank of America does. We have an extensive network of correspondent banks throughout the globe and we couldn't exist without them. And we will continue partnering with them and betting on those relationships. Without that, there's no future. It is a network of institutions and we'll continue leveraging that. Yeah, and there's space for everyone. Excellent stuff. So, Christian, we've covered quite a lot here in this podcast. So what are your parting words for the industry in terms of making global connectivity actually happen? I think this industry, that, and I'm speaking about transaction banking within the FI world, it's really built on two things. One thing is people and relationship. It's a people and relationship business at the end of the day, number one. And number two, it's a platform scale business, yeah. as we just discussed, right? And I think we've been quite successful in adopting technology, improving our processes, improving our products, all of this with client experience in mind, and we have made huge strides in that. 
I do think, as a parting thought, that we need to do and spend more time on thinking about how do we bring up the next generation of leadership and talents into this particular area of the financial services industry. Because, to be very frank, if you walk around here, you see a lot of my generation, a lot of gray hair. We need to, we need to bring excitement to the next generation to join us in this quest, because they will be the one running this industry and running the decisions that need to be taken in this long technology cycle that we are in. And I think that's what we're focused on. We're continuously trying to educate and create excitement and buzz also here at Cybos. Yeah, build a sustainable pipeline. I do think you've been a bit hard on yourself though, though Christian, you're looking, looking very good. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a real masterclass on the, the future of financial services and global connectivity and a real pleasure having you here. And hope we can maybe catch up with you next year and see how everything's moved on in the 12 months ahead. Thank you, Elena. It was a great pleasure. Bank of America is the marketing name used by certain global banking and global market businesses of Bank of America Corporation, lending other commercial banking activities and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America NA member FDIC. Copyright 2023 Bank of America Corporation. All rights reserved.